Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to realize your soul beliefs. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Good day, everyone, and I hope that so far for all of you that it is a good day and that you guys are feeling loved by the beloved, that you guys are beginning to feel a difference and feeling a change in how you process and work through these inner voices as you've grown and you learn how to begin to put space between you and your voice, all your voices, and how you have self-compassion with your voices, and that remembering you are not what your voices say that you are. Remembering that all those generational bloodline voices are broken by the power of the blood and now we get to walk in the freedom that Christ has bought for us. That we are moving into that place where we are going to learn how to biblically self-talk. And it's not an easy way to just, you just can't flip on the switch and be different, but it's a process. And that you're giving yourself the grace to be able to walk through this process through the rest of your life as you begin to hear the voices and begin and the, sense the voices kind of morphing and changing. And as you're walking through this process, though, you are beginning to understand what a biblical self-talk really means. And that you're not going to cause self-abuse upon you anymore. Because you're not going to call yourself names. You're not going to call yourself stupid. You're not going to call yourself whatever it is that you like to, you know, refer to yourself as. You're going to learn that you're pulling back and pulling away from self-abuse and walking into compassion, walking into the biblical talk, because it is the truth that sets you free. And it is the truth that gives you the freedom to understand, love, see, and grow into the ways of Christ. And our self-talk, the self-abuse that we've done through all these years, there's got to be time for healing. So you have to allow that time for healing, that time of compassion as you're beginning to walk through this. And yeah, it's it's hard because it is a different way of being. It is a different way of thinking. It is a different way of communing, you know, with yourself and with Christ. How many times have you come to Christ just like dragging behind you all the stuff that's wrong and terrible and awful with you and you have your little sack and you say look Jesus here I'm going to take this out of my little sack look at this see how bad this is Jesus Jesus you got to change this I remember when my kids were really little and we lived in Pineville and I was just really engulfing myself into the Bible and into the word I was desperate I needed him badly and I would just sit in the hallway deep at night and pray and ask the Lord, please, you got to change me. You got to change me. You got to change. I didn't even know what all needed to be changed. I just knew I got to be changed. (laughs) And wouldn't it have been wonderful to know now that I can look back, you know, 40, 50 years and 40 years and say, Lord Jesus, 
you have changed me, but you didn't change me with a rod and a whip. You didn't change me by berating me. No, you changed me by showing me your love. Showing me your heart and placing and putting your heart in me. And that's where we want to go. We want to go to that biblical self-talk so that we can begin to experience that. And y'all, it's, it's a road that is a process and you will get better at it as you become more and more aware of it. And we're going to begin to just really break those lies because you don't need what those voices in your head have said to you. You know, you have a choice. You have a way of getting out of this. And we've talked about a couple of different ways. So let's see, what do we do? The psychology world says, you know, you got to have 10 affirmations and blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's great. But when you're a Christian and you're walking in Christ and you have him as your head, him as your relationship, that is not what we do. Now, for some of you People may have friends that are not saved, or maybe they don't have this personal relationship with him. Maybe that's the best that they can do is they got to, you know, find their self-affirming affirmation and say that to themselves. No, but maybe that's what they have to do. But that's not what you're going to do. You're first going to begin to put in some of these scriptures that you know forever, like reminding yourself, oh, I'm talking to myself about how bad and terrible, awful that I've done. But I'm going to change that to think about God is faithful. God is faithful. That it's that whatever's going on that you're berating yourself for you to be able to put him there. God is faithful. And I don't have to believe those lies of what I'm saying to myself. I need to believe in the faithfulness of who God is because we're going to take that off of ourself and put it back on him because he is faithful. He is unending in his faithfulness to you. The Lord, the Lord is good. He is merciful. He is gracious. He is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And his faithfulness will sustain me. I'm walking in his faithfulness. I am enveloped and enfolded into his faithfulness because he is faithful. And begin to... Take that voice that was berating you and begin to speak that he is faithful. He is faithful to this voice, right, that you're berating yourself with. I don't need to berate myself that way anymore. I don't need to talk to myself that way anymore. I need to put my eyes on Christ. I need to put my eyes on his faithfulness, right? That is one of the ways it is different in how we change because psychology will keep your eyes on you psychology will keep your eyes will you know tell your you have to tell yourself the self-affirming you know sentences that you've made for yourself and you and it's all about it's all about you and that's not what our self-talk and what our thinking is to be our thinking is to be glorifying unto God now there are times when we have to ponder, you know, I love the word when it talks about Mary watching Jesus and all these wild and crazy things happening with her son, right? First of all, his birth was pretty wild and crazy, but having all of this going on in his life, and it always talks about Mary pondered these things in her heart. 
You know, we're supposed to ponder on those things of Christ. Think about these things, whatever is true, whatever is pure, what is ever of good report. See, it doesn't say, well, think about yourself and tell yourself that you're going to be okay and that you're good and that you did your best or, you know, whatever the psychology word of the day is. That's not what Christ teaches us. Christ teaches us to come back to him, to keep our eyes upon him and whatever is faithful, because love never fails. Wouldn't that be great? You're braiding yourself for whatever you did that was wrong. And you can say, you know, you're right. I accept that that I did that wrongly. And I'm going to see Sally Sue tomorrow. And I will tell her that I will ask her for forgiveness. Lord, I repent for that. And I ask for your forgiveness. And I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would give me your forgiveness. So part of what happens is we get stuck in that place of how bad we are. And we never get to that place of forgiveness. We never allow ourselves to feel his forgiveness. So wouldn't it be awesome if once you have come to this place, you've pondered and, okay, I'm going to do this differently. You know, many times I've come back and, and said, you know, this is what was going on and I need to change that and I'm sorry, I'm going to do this. But be able to receive that forgiveness and shake it off and be able to walk in the faithfulness of who he is because he is faithful to forgive you. He is faithful to wash and wipe that off of you. He is faithful to give you the road and the path of righteousness because he is a lamp unto your feet. You just have to get your self-talking smaller and his voice bigger, the word bigger in you so that you can begin to change that. So we're going to practice these things to go over again. You're going to put space, right, between you and those voices so you can fill that space with self-compassion. You can fill that space with him who is compassion so you can begin to receive from him the compassion that he has for you, the compassion, which is beyond, I think, our human understanding of here when we all get up to heaven, I think we're going to really see the beginning and the depths and the amounts. Of, you know, his compassion is never ending. And it's hard for us here to see all that and to experience that. But wouldn't that be a better thing to ponder on in your heart than to ponder on how you're stressed, you're overwhelmed, you can't do this life, you don't have the skills to do this, everybody's pulling on you, and you're the only one, and you you have to be doing this, and you're falling behind, and you're not doing a good job, you can't keep up, because you're just lazy, and that's how come, you know, the voice just goes on and on and on. But that is not what Jesus is saying. So I want you to get this idea that you're going to begin to change that so you can ponder on other things in your heart. Thank you guys for listening today. I hope that you find that today's pondering will help you grow in your own walk with Him. Thanks. Bye-bye. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.